Hey, Osiris listeners. We want to tell you about our friends at Sunset Lake CBD who support this show. Sunset Lake CBD is a Vermont hemp farm crafting affordable CBD products designed to help with sleep and stress without breaking the bank. If you haven't tried CBD before, take it from me, it's a game changer. I use Sunset Lake's tincture every night before I go to bed, helping me get solid, restful sleep. And their gummies are great for daytime. Check out their new Good Vibes gummies, which have just a bit of hemp-derived THC to help you relax and unwind. Sunset Lake CBD crafts products with hemp grown on their family farm and ships them directly to customers. They have tinctures, salves, edibles, coffee, smokables, and even pet products. By the way, their CBD chocolate fudge is awesome. Check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use coupon code TIME for 20% off all products. Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. Welcome, everybody, to the Comes a Time podcast. We're doing it. Long time coming. Yeah, it took a quarantine, Oteal. <laughs> Good Lord. So well, we figured we'd tell all you guys how we met. Yeah. Started off. Well, uh, if you listened to our uh, commercial or if you saw our, our quick trailer that we did, we promise that's the cheesiest thing that you're going to hear. Uh, we had to, you, I feel bad. You had a lot of lines to remember. So I'm sorry that you had to try to memorize and not read, but we read. <laughs> yeah, I read. So that was no problem. <laughs> we read. Fuck it. Oh man. So yeah, we wanted to like, you know, we, we, we figured, uh, for the lay people who maybe don't know who we are, we wanted to, you know, give the, the O'Teal and Mike 101 and, uh, you know, just chat. I'm a comedian and a, a huge music freak. And a podcast host. <laughs> and that actually, because uh, Mike reached out to me to do his podcast. And uh, so we were just saying it's pretty cool. You can hear the birth of our friendship because it's on tape. It really is. The first time we met, we had a two-hour conversation where like, we both ended up in tears and talking about all types of really incredible stuff. You were, You had just, I think, just right before adopted your daughter oh yeah that's right that's right you were like fresh off that trip which now isn't it amazing what a few months of uh a deadly virus you know imagine thank god you got all th- that that happened now yeah we uh know of people that are still trapped in india and you know <sighs> it's hard enough when you go there because it's 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 expensive you know sure and, uh, and they end up keeping you there and making you come back. And so when we saw Jess came in one day and she was like, there's, there's these families that are stuck there now because everything got shut down. And you just wanted to like financially, how are you going to do it? But we were uh, yeah. just looking at a picture yesterday of Kavi uh, when we were still in India and picked her up. And it's just so night and day, man. It's so night and day. It's just well, a year, you know? Like, yeah. Oteal love will do in just a year you know yeah i mean really and that's all we have and that's kind of what brings us to today because you know you were in town in new york city um playing 
Dead and Company was doing The Garden and then Nassau Coliseum, I think, right? And uh, we got together in between shows. I got in touch with some people. They we, we ended up connecting. You're a huge comedy fan. I'm a comedian. I'm a music freak. You're a musician. You've been in my two of my you know, I mean, literally the two of the gods of that are on the Mount Olympus of the jam scene, the dead and Almond brothers among a, a million other amazing projects. So to talk to you is an honor and instant friendship. I mean, like right off the bat, we became like in, insanely good friend, like, right. It was crazy. And, and I've gotten messages about that episode and people are just like, dude, such a good interview and a good chat. And I was so happy that people enjoyed listening to our talk. Me too. And, and we decided like really soon we were like, man, let's do a podcast together. Like yeah. originally it was going to be about spirituality, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, awareness, heightened consciousness. And, uh, and I think it's still, obviously going to be about that but you know then the pandemic hit and the market crashed and we got you know just all the a lot of stuff happened got killed yeah it's insane insanely big movement started yeah realized yeah we got to go forward even if the direction is like if the scope is widened well yeah and i think the thing that that you know and and you and I seem to see eye to eye on a lot of things and we, and we bonded on a lot of things. And I think that it's interesting and you know, we should tell the listeners too about how this year began. You were back in New York for the brothers and at the garden, which was that the last concert? I mean, you know, and God knows that that might've been one of the last concerts in New York. Um, But you were in town, you came in a couple days early for rehearsals you came to the comedy cellar to see me do a set on a Sunday night, small crowd, drunk crowd. I was working out material that I wanted to be an album. I talked to you remember about how I was going to go out to Denver and record an album in the fall. We were walking out of the club and going down a one-way street, McDougal street is a pickup truck with three wheels. It's missing its front passenger side tire sparks smoke no lights on and it's ripping at us it's like a scene out of back to the future like the delorean just came back at 88 miles per hour and we're standing it was coming right at us that's how 2020 started (laughs) we almost got hit by a truck with three wheels there was nowhere for us to go it had that big huge iron gate to the right of us and then to the left of us was the street and i was like man if i try to scale this gate if he hits it, like I, there's nowhere to go. No. And I thought, oh my God, it's just like a little three second moment where you could die. Yeah. And there's nothing you could do about it. There was nothing. I mean, it, we, we looked to the left and there was a truck barreling at us. And you headed towards the fence. I got into some weird Steven Seagal pose where I was going to like maybe try to slide under. If the truck rolled, inevitably rolled over, I was going to dive under it and I don't know what was I going to like reach in the window and grab the keys and shut it off. <laughs> but uh, it, it whipped around us and almost took out like a bunch of tourists eating pizza and just took that a right turn. Like he made a right. He made a right with three tires and, and, and then gets out of the, the police pull him over around the corner 
And he gets out and he's like, what, I got a headlight out? I got a, I got a bug hanging? Like, he's just like, nothing happened. And we're like, you got three tires, dude. That was how 2020 started for us. And it was like, I remember like, you were like, dude, this, what did you say? You're like, this is like the sign of some serious shit to come. And I was like, this, and it was for both of us. Yeah. You know, I was like, I've never had that happen. I had no. a lot of stuff happen. And you were like, me neither. I was like, maybe this was a sign for us. It was like, <laughs> it's like, it's 2020. Yeah. <laughs> dude, little did we know in the, in the driver's seat was a, a little virus. <laughs> that was about to rip through Manhattan. But, you know, you, you mentioned, I mean, that was, and then you did the show. I did some comedy. And then everybody kind of had to retire back to their, you know, homes. And it's mid-July going on August, um, you know, and, and, and this is where we're at, you know. And the government is, I mean, unemployment's running out in a couple weeks. We have no plan no idea Florida and hopefully people will go back and look like podcasts are like time capsules right now. Florida is spiking Arizona, Texas, like the hot places. Cause everybody thought, Oh, this, the summer's going to kill this thing. Apparently not. Disney just opened, right? So insane. Yeah. Everything's insane. Everything is literally insane right now. <laughs> I know it really is. What did you say earlier? You said, uh, Dale Hewley, right? One of the comics said this is the longest that he's gone without doing stand-up in his life. It's the yeah. longest I've done. I haven't done over three months without playing. I mean, I've played here at home, but I can tell I don't have the stamina for like a four-hour gig, you know? Like it's just – and it, when he said that, I saw that yesterday, it like just clicked. I knew that already, but then it just clicked, and I was like – okay, this is not good. But again, that's always, everything is like that. And you go, oh yeah, we're in literally unprecedented times, even for the Great Depression. I know. It's I wild. Know. We're sitting here in limbo. And you and I kept in touch throughout the pandemic and uh, through different you know iterations and changes. And like you mentioned earlier, we were kicking around, like not even kicking around, we were like, we were both very busy. We were touring. We were doing how many different projects and always talking about, you know, whether it's like nerding out on Blazing Saddles or <laughs> music or whatever was going on in the world. Uh, but we said we, we got to get together and, and do a podcast. And then, you know, um, the world literally got flipped upside down, um, you know, long overdue um, gatherings and, 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 you know, marches and stuff happened and everything shifted and now we're at a place where you know the time has come for us to do the comes a time podcast so um i'm really excited to be doing this with you dude and it's an honor it, it's it's really you know same here man same here i'm really glad we're doing it together because uh i really feel like i go to comedy a lot um to help manage the balance of you know just emotionally spiritually all of it because it's a lot man all this stuff coming up to the surface but it's good it's really good and uh, i'm glad because it's necessary a lot of these things need to change i feel like people are kind of going along with <clears throat> in the still somehow in this kind of status quo mindset 
when the Arctic just hit 100 degrees. And, you know, economically, like Wall Street just like instituted economic apartheid on us. And everybody's just like, you know, and all these things like that are happening. It's like, wait a minute, ding, 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 come on. Like, can't you see all the people out on the streets all over the whole world? Like, it's not time for business as usual. Like, we gotta care. We gotta cut to the chase on these things, you know? Yeah. Uh, Really, when I started posting and stuff on my Instagram, I was really surprised how it just blew up, especially the one where I posted about, because we had talked about doing the podcast, and I said, you know, I plan to do a podcast on this thing. Blam, blew up it's all time. the comments, blew up. And I was like, yeah, it's not that Instagram or Facebook format isn't even big enough, really, or wide enough to have these kind of discussions. You right. know, like, it needs to be not sound bites and not, you know, uh, and where we can talk long form and have people be able to send us questions. Yeah, yeah. We want and- to- People involved. And also, also, you know, like to that point, you and I have put together a, I mean, an all-star list of guests that we're going to have join us. I mean, the, the excitement I have about just sitting here and listening and learning and asking some questions that I've been dying to ask, um, I'm, I'm beyond excited from both sides of our world and from I think places where you and I are both incredibly excited but also curious to learn from you know environmentalists from economists from you know political leaders from religious leaders from scientists I mean like there's a lot of stuff and I think it all boils down to the fact that you and I both miss common sense (laughs) we talk about common sense quite a bit and where it went um it seems to me that everything and i don't one thing i will say right off the bat is that i never speak for anyone but me that's one thing that i think that i kind of pride myself on and i don't really understand about today's world is that everyone seems to be speaking for everyone all the time i like to speak for mike I don't think I have the right or to have the liberty to speak on behalf of anybody else. So I think what I kind of miss in the world is the, you know, everybody's trying to peel the onion, peel the layers off. And it's like, just put the layers back on and realize it's an onion. And like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about like, why does everything have to be so polarizing? And so like, we need to find out, you know, it's about intent. And it's about context and it's about the moment and it's about what led to that moment. And there's, you know, whether it's jokes or whether it's, you know, uh, the the iceberg melting or things that we're seeing, like there needs to be a pause where we can go, okay, nothing is the way it once was. Everything has changed. I think John Leguizamo yesterday on a podcast said, like being an American is no longer a spectator sport, which I think is brilliant. And I think a lot of people, again, I, I, I don't know, but maybe people will like, I, you know, identify with me that like, I think a lot of what I've always enjoyed was joking, laughing to keep from crying. Um, you know, we, you and I are huge Mel Brooks fans. We're huge comedy fans, you know, like there's, there's everything has context and everything has, and it's about the meaning and it's about what was your intent. And, uh, 
I'm so excited to, you know, be able to kind of bring a little bit of common sense back into the conversation. For sure. And I'm, you know, for me, a lot of the guests, you know, I don't want it to be all older people, but I want to talk to people that were there when that first civil rights movement happened and through up until now, you know, Mm -hmm. and help us get a sense of where we're going from here because you can learn so much but people have such short memories i know they don't even remember the political figure figures that are back now that were uh, uh, all up in the mix in iran contra they don't even re- really remember what iran contra i'm like how's this dude back you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, totally that, yeah that thing that like remind us like what happened to get us to here, you know, and yeah. I'm super excited about some of these guests because it's going to show everybody, like you said, we're all different. I can't speak for even all black people. Like black yeah. people have some monolithic view of A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, you got Martin and Malcolm, right? And everything. And Medgar. Yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I can speak as a black person from that experience that I've had from 64 till 2020. But, you know, there's all these different people that we can talk to, you know, and get their perspectives. And they actually remember the history. Yeah. Living history is so important, man. Right. Like not reading it in a book, you're like, someone's telling you out of their own experience, you know, and we know we're really fortunate to know and hopefully God willing have access to a lot of people. And you know, we, we both come from in, in various iterations, we both come from a scene that is that, 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 that lives on collective consciousness uh, moments that happen that spring up at a concert or, uh, you know, band members hit a moment and the whole place can take a big sigh. And, and we've both experienced them on, different levels from a comedian it's you know just as as beautiful and i'm dying to learn from people that are in worlds outside of ours so what we plan on doing is i mean like i don't even want to give any teasers away but i mean we've got like a uh, an arsenal of really incredible smart people and i think the thing that is the most important is that we're coming from a sympathetic standpoint like we want to joke around we want to you know, educate and we want to have open dialogue and conversations about things and learn and listen. But we both want more than more than anything. I think it's, I saw a great t-shirt where black was crossed off, white was crossed off and human was circled. And it's like, that's to me where I, 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 it makes me so sad that we're where we are now. And and, we're supposed to be getting close to that. And now People are getting lynched again. Yes, yeah, it's just crazy, man. It's absolutely. I mean, you that's know, where we got to like strategize and mobilize. That's where all the listeners come in because it's not just about learning. It's about also now we got to take this and what are we going to do with it? Not that I'm telling you what to do or we're telling everybody go do this, but for, from what everybody's learned on their own, how they feel best motivated by their own conscience to move forward with that knowledge and that intent, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we really can't, because we do have a whole community here already. Yeah. You know, 
And if it can be, and I feel like it is mobilized. It's the most DIY community already, <laughs> you know? I mean, you and I, you talk, we've had, and I think this is always fun for the listeners to kind of hear too, that like you and I kind of behind the scenes, we talked about a couple different names. We talked about a couple different themes and ways to go about, you know, uh, what we want to talk about, but we went through names of Grateful Dead tunes that we maybe wanted to call the podcast because look, I mean, the music of the Grateful Dead is obviously extremely, extremely important and pivotal, but also poignant and timeless and seems more prevalent now than ever. And we text, you know, I'm like, help on the way at like two in the morning, text you and you write, dude, with about 40 exclamation points, you go, comes a time. And I was like, I mean, you put that song on and you listen to, and what's that, 1969 or 70, I believe that was maybe, who knows when it was written, but I think it was first played back, you know, then. And you listen to those lyrics. Just to, I, I remember I was texting back and forth too with uh, Matt Bush. And, you know, he's such an encyclopedia of all the lyrics that he'll like weave a set list around whatever happened, you know, in the news that cycle. <laughs> yep. He's just amazing at it. And then I, that chorus pops into my head, you know, and, and I think we had a good idea. It's like, wow, we can't use all these titles, but, you know, if we're going to, if it's going to be like a political meltdown, maybe we'll call it this segment throwing stones or sure police violence or some maybe we'll call this segment whip and post you know yeah or inspiration move me brightly i mean who knows yeah, yeah. So we'll yeah. get to all the song titles i, I thought of a couple <laughs> other almond brothers ones you know <laughs> yeah and you know i'm always trying to squeeze fish stuff in there too <laughs> marley's gonna come and yeah you know, yep. dylan and all this stuff but that's that's kind of uh it's kind of sad that all that stuff still is so completely relevant today you know what's going yeah. on with marvin gay i mean you know or big brother by stevie Wonder. that's yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's bad, wild. But that's how progress is made you know it's tooth and nail and uh so we just gotta you know i'd have to say that i mean you know me being uh you know started going to concerts when i was like 13 14 years old whether it was the horde festival or you know, whatever came to my, you know, Steve Miller and all that, but started going regularly around 15. There's a lot of guys that look like me, you know, just groups of kids from the suburbs and, and hanging out. And, you know, um, I learned about a lot of culture outside of my four walls through, I mean, Bob Marley, we've talked about how he's, I believe he's the second coming. I really do believe that, the, you know, the fact that he was, uh, you know, attempted murder, died young, the liberation, everything that he did. And it was an international message. But I learned about Medgar Evers through Pawn in Their Game, which was a Bob Dylan song from a very early album. And I didn't know who he was. And then I watched I Am Not Your Negro about, about Baldwin. And it's like, oh my God, wow. Like that's, and it's just like, it, it's, it's unreal how it's all like the oral tradition and, and the, you know, going back with Native Americans, going back with Native Africans all over, Norwegian. I mean, everybody, the Native story pre-printed text was the catalyst to these, you know, it all leads up to today. And I'm, I'm like just so amazed that this music scene that we, you know, from different sides come into, it's been so moving, 
And it's just been so like, it, it, it literally is like a, uh, an, an audible landscape of, of what's been going on for centuries. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge, huge folk tradition, you know, and its own spiritual tradition, you know. And I, I remember when the p- pandemic hit, I thought, <clears throat> you know, the jam band community, these people that will follow a band from town to town to town to town, you know. Yeah. They're uniquely equipped for the post-apocalyptic meltdown of like society's infrastructure and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like when the shit hits the fan, this is a community of people that already went out on their own and made their own society and their own, you know, anarchical government. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Do it yourself. We're out here yeah. doing it. You do your thing. And we're like, that's lame. We're going to go over here and do our thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like uniquely prepared for what everybody else is about to face, which yeah. they're not prepared for. It's, it's like a whole community of gypsies are like, we okay. got this. We got this. Yeah. Now the social distancing thing, we're going to have trouble with that. <laughs> a little bit. We get a rogue dreadlock in the eye. Um, yeah. But, you know. Once they get a vaccine going, then we'll be all right. You know? I still believe they could have found the, 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 the cure for COVID on the, on the floor of the garden probably after the, the brothers show. There's stuff living underneath our tour sneakers that have been, uh, you know, in there for a long time. Probably but, why me and my wife and kids did fine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like right? an old dog, like, you know. <laughs> well, and you know, it's funny. <laughs> I think the thing that we, we always kind of like, you know, when we're, when we're, you know, chewing the fat off microphone, we're always talking about balance too. And we're talking about how, you know, like you as a performer in this scene, look at, crowd and be like this is a resourceful group that can live through from a uh uh you know member of that side of it in the crowd we look at you bobby jerry trey like all the everybody our our leaders our you know the, the you guys have given us the hope and the reason to continue on this journey and that's what's incredibly important about the balance of what we're doing is because I think that we see things from a very similar perspective, but also from very unique perspectives, you know? And I mean, you've been a fan of music and you're a fan of comedy and I'm a fan of music and comedy and I'm a comic and you're a musician. And it's just, we've created those moments of kind of just like silencing someone's critic, giving them a sense of freedom. And it's those things right now when we can't, the thing that we need the most as a people right now is to be able to get together in a field and hug each other and listen to some music and just bug out and let the, you know, let the lightning shoot around, man. That's, that's but we can't do it. So comes a time you and I hope to maybe bring a little bit of uh, education and, and uh, connection and, and togetherness to uh, a group of people that are probably feeling the need to, to feel it. Hey there, Osiris listeners. I wanted to tell you about our friends over at Smart Wool. For more than 25 years, Smart Wool has been making merino wool socks and apparel designed to keep you comfortable. Because they want to help you play, laugh, and explore in the outdoors with every thread they knit and every step you take. Because they believe that comfort sharpens focus and lets you perform beyond your limits. 
They're here to help you feel good. Now it's up to you how far you will go. Take 15% off of your first order at smartwool.com. Smartwool, go far, feel good. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a, I'm, I'm glad in a lot of ways that this pause was forced on us because it's so necessary. That's a great um, point. That's a really I mean, I point. do really want to play music and do, I want to be together in the field, but apparently it's time for us to do something different than that. So let's do it so we can get back to that and have it be really what it was meant to be all along, you know, because they did, you know, there is that conscience that everyone has that forced them to write the bill of rights correctly, even though they knew they were full of shit, (laughs) you know, but it's like when you put it down and you say this, is you know our ideal it's like well you got to write that shit right so now we're gonna hold you to it yeah Yeah. you know and it hasn't they haven't we haven't been held to it not all of us and so now it's time it's time you know really get back to things and uh, you know the break takes as long as it takes you know, I mean, I'm glad for the environment. <laughs> you know? I know, yeah. The, the, the earth can, the yeah, earth can you finally take a breath. fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> Just both around, and we're going to breathe and revive. That's know? it. That's it, man. Well, you know, we've got, we wanted to keep this one nice and short and just let everybody know who we are, what we're going to be doing. Um Go ahead in and listen to uh, some episodes. Uh, this is just the tip of an unbelievable iceberg that we're going to be traveling on, and we're going to be bringing people from the music world, the comedy world, the environmental world, the activism world, you name it, historical, uh, the future. And, you know, one thing that, that you said early on when we were talking about this, Oteil, was the idea of, like, how did we get here and where do we go from here? And that's the... I'm I'm stoked to be taking this journey with you, bud. Me too, man. It's yeah. uh, beyond meaningful. Like yes. it feels so meant to be. So I'm really honored, and thank you. Of course, please. Th- th- thank you. The pleasure's all mine. I'm gonna wear a cooler uh, shirt next time, though. So, what could be cooler than Bob Marley? You're tie dye, man. <laughs> I was gonna wear my Deputy Spade shirt. <laughs> 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 amazing everybody thank you so much for listening and uh stay on the journey with us um comes a time the time has come the time has come it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 